Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Yeah. Hey, Shawnee. Nice high performance start there. Yeah, absolutely. Jake. Jake. Yeah, so it's been a while since we had a, a Footwork exclusive. No guest. Finally not in a green screen, which is nice. Yeah, you got a nice yeah. little background there. Yeah, it's cute. What books we got there? Dune? Did you did you actually read Dune? Or you just put it there. Uh, I have not touched Dune since the hospital, but in the hospital, I've read about 150 pages. I got to get oh, back on. Oh man, it. dude! But there's a lot of books up there that coming. I still would like to read. Uh, and like what, boots what, what boots we got? What boots we got? These there? are these are legendary. Total 90s, and the books are falling. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Very carbon nice. fiber on the bottom. I mean, these are just legendary. So do you not wear those? Like uh, I did wear them actually in the beginning of the season, Fuck. but they, my my tiempos, my old tiempos are just much more comfortable. They're just you know, very I've never bulky had and plastic. Never had, never had tiempos. I heard they're the most Adidas Nike cleat in terms of fit. This is what I hear. I don't know what that means. From talking to people. If you have like sensitive feet, feet or foot problems or wide foot, mm. Nike is usually not the cleat for you. This is from my experience and around people. The Magistas, the Vapors, any kind of version is mm-hmm. a little bit more, is a little different. So I've heard though that the legends are like, that's like the Adidas version of Nike in terms of fit. Yeah, I mean, they're my favorite Wonder. cleats by far and I'm wearing the newer ones now in the firm grounds and they're very comfortable so mm. that's for me it's got to fit nice and be comfortable and i'm good these things i mean these are just old football boots you know they're just super bulky the technology back then was not as good as it is now they just feel I like post that question feet. then i want to post that question on social media of what your favorite boot is of all time and let's just get like a huge vote hopefully yeah. people are interactive with it because there was some i mean you can you can go for the new ones or you know nostalgic you could be okay predator is mm-hmm. the best one of a uh, you know a vapor classic is the best one mm-hmm. for me i feel like predator is the best football boot of all time. i agree in terms the of looks the and the feel yeah 100 percent. we all wanted to be david beckham but what are yeah. we talking about today sean yeah today we want to talk about uh just immersing yourself when you move to a new country mm. i suppose it doesn't have to be just with football but no, I think I think a lot of it doesn't even have to be to a new country. I think yeah, just new, in terms new place. of yeah, but from our experience, we'll we'll not narrow it down, but we'll broaden it to moving to a new country because yeah, I think a lot of the times with footballers, you're always looking at the next thing, so it it's kind of hard for you to just sit down, see where your surroundings are, and be like, okay, this this is it. This is you know, I'm here. I think in my early parts of my career, it was always, always what's next, what's next, what's next. And I think that hindered me from building, I guess, everything, building relationships, building myself as a player. Cause I think you can have the goal to, 
you know, take it to a, no, a new level the next year. And maybe that's in a new place. But I think it's super important for you to realize, okay, I'm here. I'm making the best of it. And, you know, I'm going to, to grow from this experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And understanding that it's like your, your new home. Whether, mm. If this is a new city or a new country, this is not, you know, a five-month vacation or an, a 10-month vacation. Like yeah. understanding that this is, quote unquote, your new home and you need to make it like that. So meet people, hang out with your teammates, immerse yourself in the culture. It doesn't have to mean you have to be unprofessional and go out the night before a game, but mm -hmm. do things. Don't just sit in the apartment and watch Netflix. And then, you know, a half a year goes by and you leave and then people say, oh, how was Germany? Well, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Lidl's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Supermarkets oh. are cool. Supermarkets and, are cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I made that mistake when I was when I was in Lisbon that one time on trial. I didn't really see the city. I was there for two weeks, and yeah, thankfully I've gone back. But I thought that. So was, what did you What did you do What did you do during we would just, two weeks? We would, were you just so focused on like the trial, exactly, or it took exactly. you out of it a little bit? Okay, exactly. We were like myself and the other other player. We just kind of chilled. We did walk around a, a little bit in that area, but it's outside of Lisbon, so it's just like a, a small village. Mm -hmm. And I kind of went, not hiking, but like up off the main road and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we never went to Lisbon, you know, which was just ridiculous because we trained in two weeks, five times. So we had so much time to do that. Yeah. That's and granted, so they never really gave us a schedule. So we were always like ready to go. Yeah. But yeah, looking back, I would do it much differently now. You know, oh, we have a day off tomorrow. Okay. Go on a hangout in the city. Go to a cafe. I guess I guess it gives a good mental break too, because I mean, I, I think it's important to not only focus, like you said, you're still being professional. Like you don't have to go right. out and drink and go to the clubs and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. you know, getting around the city, going to cafes and things like this, like it's, it's important to step away from, especially a trial. Cause I yeah. feel like trials are much more stressful because there's many things that go into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this when I was on trial with your team, I ate, this because i was on trial for what like a month three weeks i think it was three weeks i ate the same thing for lunch every Great single day, day. What every was it? single it was spinach day. sweet potato chicken it was spinach sweet potatoes and chicken every <laughs> single day with a little bit of seasoning not hey, too much didn't try every and get into the hot day. sauces like every day was game day yeah and it's 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 not as fun as a game either like a trial is not as fun as a game yeah i don't know but go back, listen to the trials episodes. We have some, yeah. we have some gems on that one. But I think part of the Portugal thing too was I, we weren't sure how to get around. You know, how can we get from this village with a car to Lisbon would take thirty minutes? How do we get? There? Okay, you were a little outside of. How it, do yeah. we get there without spending a hundred euros on a taxi? Mm -hmm. And like we just never looked deeper into it. Like obviously there's going to be some sort of a bus or a tram or something that we can get there. Mm -hmm. But we just, you know, amateurs, first time in Europe. This is the one thing I like to now. do when I'm and in a like, city and go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's like the fun part of it. It's like, how do yeah, I get, yeah. how do I get there? Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I like when I go to a city, I like to learn the public transport and I like to find out what's the city bike. Yeah. Because once you're there, like you can go anywhere with that stuff. Yeah. You know, a day ticket may vary wherever you go. But I'm very big on not like getting a taxi or an Uber if it's legal in that city. 
and just like learning it because now I can go anywhere and I don't have to rely on anything. I don't have to worry about money as much. Like I can get from A to B. I remember we rent, we rented bikes in Oslo and just went around the entire city for like two days. And you know, like it was just amazing. I would recommend that to anyone find out what the city bike is. Some cities, it sucks to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, in Valencia, great city, highly recommend it to anyone. Did not like their city bikes, not at all. Some have much better ones. Or you get like the donkey bike, which donkey. Sean knows all about donkey bikes. Those donkey are great. Republic. They are great. You can find those in a lot of places like Amsterdam and Copenhagen. They're pretty, they're pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm a I'm a big proponent of that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And even uh in Mongolia, for example, like just bought a bike, you mm. know, because it just opens up. The How much city. was a bike in Mongolia? Um, I believe it was like fifty or sixty bucks. Gotcha. Okay. But the, the problem, the one of the issues was they didn't have like, you know, a big bike, like for a tall person. You know, that does make there's a difference. You know, what is the does height it, average there? I wonder. If you just had to guess, the I would say, I would like say, around it. I'm going to Google this right now, but I'm going to guess for a male, five, nine, five, nine. That's still uh, not that five, short eight. as like an average. Maybe I five, feel like, six. I feel like the average in America is like five, nine or five, eight. Maybe just as a shorter guy, I'm just hoping the average is, is lower, um, you know? Well, these are nomad men. <laughs> That's a bit different though. I mean, you were in a city. Let me see. 166 centimeters. Okay, you don't five, know your, four. You don't, five, five four. four. That's what I'm saying. What's US? Do uh, average male height US? Five nine. Yeah. There you go. So I could say they're probably five six. They're definitely okay, shorter. Gotcha. gotcha. Like, funny story is I buy the bike uh, with a friend who was like American Mongolian, so he could help me kind of translate and whatever. And it's too short, so I raise the seat all the way up, but on the seat pole. You know, you can only go to a certain limit because then it's going to bend the rod, like the, the <laughs> whatever the tension. So I didn't, nice. I didn't think of this and I raise it up and we drive, we like ride for 10, 15 minutes. Mm. My seat breaks, the pole breaks. So now I'm like, I don't have a seat. You're, you have to ride in the street, which is just crazy dangerous. And now I got to get back to the black market to get a new seat, but I can't sit. It's like 95 degrees out. <laughs> It was a, that's it was a workout, but yeah, didn't make that mistake again. Just rode, you know, my knees to my chest the whole time. So for me, I guess immersing myself in my first contract in Australia may have been a little bit easier since it's the language and very similar culture to America for you. Did you struggle with it at first in Mongolia? And like, how did you kind of break the mold? No, this is a good point because I completely embraced it. First of all, I was so excited to go there. So Mm -hmm. excited to start my first professional contract. And my expectations were in the dirt. Like I spoke to two two Americans before I went there that were there already because you couldn't Google anything. You know, you and I like to do our research before we go anywhere. Couldn't find anything on the country. Like literally nothing, which I still think is amazing. You can't find so it's a Wikipedia page and that and that's about nothing really on YouTube, nothing really on online. Like there's something that's changed. The travel expats, I think it's some sort of website like that, but Mm. you can't really find much. So I asked a few questions, whatever. 
And yeah, I get there and it was so much better than I thought it would be. Like, I don't know what I had in my head, but it was better than I thought it would be. Like just What's standards of living, point? the apartment and stuff. And the opposite of that, there was two other Americans that went with us. There's three in total, but two of them, really one in particular. I don't know what he had in his head, but he thought it was the worst thing ever. Everything, everything sucked. Everything was shit. He wanted, he wanted to eat at Burger King every day. And like, here I am, I think it's great. I'm going with like my teammates to take me to like a Mongolian place and let's eat lunch together and yeah. show me, show me what they eat. Like some of this yeah. food sucks and some of this food's okay. It's actually pretty good because it's new. Some mm -hmm. of it's unhealthy, but I'm going to try it. And it's just like, he's going to Burger King and KFC every day. Yeah. And that's yeah, the difference. Yeah, and yeah. in three weeks, yeah, he that's left. the difference. He mm -hmm. left. Yeah. And it's just a mindset thing because we were living in the exact same apartment. We're yeah. getting, I'm pretty sure we're Everything. getting the same money, same mm -hmm. contract, same team, same training facilities. And, and for you, your mentality it on it was I like, I thought it was great. There yeah. was a lot of bullshit. Yes. But I thought it was great overall. And just mm -hmm. so cool that it's like a hidden country and so much new things that I've never seen or heard of before. Yeah, absolutely. I think that comes down to like two or three points of, expectation perception and comparison right. so your expectation were was low and i i mean i don't want to tell people out there just like have low expectations because obviously like you deserve something this mm -hmm. is your this is your work this is your but your expectations going in i guess compared oh, to 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 match it with comparison you weren't comparing you didn't think it was going to be compared to the usa lifestyle no and I think that's a major thing that Americans need to realize is if you go out of the country, like have it in your head. And I don't think I should have to say this, but I mean, I should, I have to, it's going to be different. It's going to be much different. Right. Everything, everything's going to be different, but flip that into a positive. So your perception of it should not be, Oh, this is different. Oh, this is negative because it's different. Look at it. Oh, this is different. This is interesting. Okay, right. what else is different? Oh, this could be better. Yeah. America is great, but America is not fucking like the best at every single thing. Right, exactly. And I think people need to get this like, yeah. maybe it's a patriotism thing too that we're growing up on this, but like understand that many countries do a lot of things better. Many countries do a lot of things worse. Find out what you think it is and kind of have a new idea of like- Exactly, just an open mind. Exactly, yeah. We don't travel as much outside of the country because we have so many different places in the U.S. You don't need and to travel. America's huge, yeah. And it's huge. But when you go to different places, different cultures, they do things completely different. Mm -hmm. And like that, we both find so fascinating. And it's so fascinating. So interesting to see like, okay, they do it terribly. Like the way we do it in America, definitely better. Or wow, that's a really good way of doing things. You know, like yeah. the, one, yeah. the one thing I thought was like just cool and different was like, you know, in America, you have a, you have a house or depends where you live, but like you have to drive, take your car, go to the supermarket, you know, drive 10, 15 minutes. Where Mongolia, there was like the supermarket and there's like a little kiosk right in front of the apartment. So every morning I would go down, walk over to the little kiosk and buy like four eggs. Just buy eggs for breakfast that day. You know, and like you would never so it's much more buying for each meal yes, instead exactly, of like stocking exactly. up. Like there's no BJ's wholesale. No, no, no. Up, like, yeah. No. So it was like, you. I'm just shopping for the meal right this second. 
you know? And I thought that was just so, that was so different to anything we were used to. It's funny you say kiosk because, I mean, you can, I mean, what is, you forget, maybe you forget what a kiosk, kiosk is not an American thing. So what is a kiosk? Like a little bottega, maybe is that what we would call bodega, it? It's just like yeah, a little, it's a bodega. It's a bodega. Yeah. Just like they and have they can everything. be a little they bigger. A, they can have some exactly. stuff. They can exactly. have just drinks. It's yeah. like, they have a little I always bit of like everything. that word though. Kiosk. Yeah. It's such a cool word for it. Yeah. Yes, that was, that was another thing I thought was cool. Then, uh, just everything. It's just, and then you come to Germany and it's like, okay, this is a lot more like America. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah, differences you, for yeah. sure, but it's like, this is Western culture. It's very similar mm-hmm. and there's differences. There's many differences, but, um, for me, there wasn't a big jump. Now, what about for you going from Australia to then Sweden to Germany? Well, Sweden was much different. I mean, I had, I did a trial in Iceland too, but, um, unfortunately i actually wanted to actually immerse myself in icelandic culture and see the lights and stuff but we were there during a uh like a winter hurricane i think it was called so that was a good excuse for not going out and seeing things and and traveling a little bit um yeah sweden is a different culture it is still western so there are many many similarities in terms of how they do things in terms of yeah but i mean it's still different and I think some of the things that we were all guilty of in Sweden, because there was between six and 10 Americans, depending on the time when we were there, is that we had this like running joke that this was just a long summer camp. Because that's kind of what it felt like, because we had our own slice of America in, in there. And maybe we could have done a little bit more to immerse ourselves. And some did, some did more than others. And um, some did much more than me too. So, you know, it was something if I had gone, gone back to Sweden, I definitely would have like, just got out of the apartment more, got out of this little town that we are, we're in and the bubble and just met and connected and, um, yeah, just used it as an advantage because like, there's so many things that you can take from the American aspect of like looking at life. And, you know, we've talked about it in these episodes of guys bringing over Americans to Germany and the foosball project, the talent project, soccer visa spoke on before too. It's a similar theme where Americans have this, I don't know, maybe you can phrase it a little better than me, this like inert drive. It's like a grind mentality in a way where we're like, going to get it done and i think you should use that as an advantage and not look at your surrounding as a disadvantage but look at what you can bring to something as an advantage so i could bring something into sweden that they don't have and that's not even just in soccer culture it could be in outside and professional culture you know looking at it as this is not just always a stepping stone and i want to get out of sweden it's like why can't i just looked at it as okay sweden is my new home and I'm going to do everything I can here soccer wise. And maybe I could even start a business there, mm-hmm. you know, or I could use all of these things as an advantage. I can bring something into an environment that they don't have before. And of course there's visas and stuff that go with that. But I think that's such a giant advantage that um, we don't look at. And sometimes we just stay in our apartments instead of like, okay, no, this is my new home. What can I bring to this? Yeah. And, and just taking advantage of, like meeting new people that 
grew up in a totally different place and like picking their brain you know yeah just on exactly. various things mm -hmm. like that's another thing that i really enjoy doing just meeting new people like in mongolia for example i met i went to this giant genghis khan statue i think four times and it's like an hour outside the city hour drive mm -hmm. but it's because like i'll meet someone and they'll be like oh you want to see this and it's like sure i've already seen it but like you're so excited to show me why do they just pick you out of the crowd because like you're the tall white guy no no i mean i went with i was so my dad came i, I guess it's got to be once, more touristy than i would think too twice right? i went with teammates and then one was like another friend that we met on the street and mm. then like we, we got familiar and then he's like oh you want to go here and it's like mm. i'm not gonna say no to you offering to like drive us way outside the city and have like you know a day like hang out in the area in the countryside like yeah, yeah exactly. i've seen it four times but and some people didn't my other teammates didn't see it once you know and with two months i've seen it four times already and it's like yeah sure because they have a different perspective and then they're going to teach me something a little how they how their family perceives this mm -hmm. you know and what they think of him mm -hmm. so it's like things like this i'm trying to think of something in germany been here too long <laughs> it's all just in general the, in general normal. like i do have regrets of not doing more in the places i i was like in australia um there was much more i could have done in terms of like getting around the country and seeing things and learning in sweden the same thing i mean a beautiful country and i was there during the summer too so like you know you have daylight until 11 p.m and yeah in germany i think you know i'm trying to think of some things too but like yeah, I don't know. It's the same. It's the same aspect, though. It's mm -hmm. like using using this time as an advantage. I don't know if I'm going to live in Germany for the rest of my life. So, like, I'm trying to see all these cities. I'm trying to go to games. Um, even though, like, I'm a I'm a Pauli fan. I go to House Val games, and people think that's like weird. But it's like I I give the example like I'm an American who grew up in an American soccer culture. Fan. Yeah, like I'm a I'm a Pauli fan, but like. I want to see games while I'm here. And I'm just and, as big of a Haas Foul fan when they make it to the Bundesliga. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Haas Foul fan, but I'm going to go to games. And I actually hope that they get promoted yeah. because then I get to see Bundesliga games and I get to see a Dortmund come to town or a Bayern come mm -hmm. to town, um, pending the schedules and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I really think that the main thing from this is when you go somewhere, whether it's in soccer or not, but we're mostly talking to the soccer people who are going abroad surround yourself in the culture because you won't regret it there is no doubt that you won't won't regret it like surround yeah. yourself make that your home and when i came to germany i think that was the first time like like now i'm calling germany home and going back to the u.s is like the vacation i don't really say like oh i'm going home it's like oh, i'm going back to the states it's like i don't know maybe that sounds so simple but that's kind of like a little switch in my yeah. head where no i'm here you know, you can tell by like our, I mean, our Sweden apartment, like maybe was like a psych ward. It's just like white walls, like nothing's on that. Maybe there's something taped on it, but like get into the place and, and make it your new home because that's what it is yeah. and should be. Yeah, that's, it's a mindset thing. And I think, uh, yeah, I think I can go a long way and I appreciate everyone reaching out, looking to make the move. Um, mm -hmm. We did have some questions that we put out that we want to we answer. We did have some questions, yeah. We did Without have some me, questions. I'm going to pull them up. I'll pull them up too.
I got them on my phone right here. So we'll go with the first one. Um, we'll try to get to all of these. So opinions on the pros and cons of soccer in smaller European countries versus lower leagues in the top five. Everin.10. Yeah, so I like this one. So I think um, maybe to reword it in a different way. So comparing the lower leagues of the top five, which would be Germany, Spain, Italy, um, England, France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, France. So those lower leagues as opposed to going to maybe leagues in Denmark or Sweden, Scandinavia, Bulgaria, things Austria, like this. Poland. Austria, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess Portugal is kind of, I guess Portugal is not in the top five, but maybe it would no, probably be six. Kind of on the cusp, yeah. Yeah. So the pros and cons of this, I mean, I guess the pros of going to these top five leagues, like something like Germany is like the competition is really good. So I think developing as a player gives you a very high ceiling because you're playing against the best and you're playing in areas where soccer or football is everything going down to many leagues to the fifth and sixth league in some areas. I mean, for example, England and Germany, crazy. For example, uh, Farid Alidu plays for Hamburg. He played uh, last season and this season in Regionalliga, our league, played against them this season. In 2020, we played against – yeah, I played against him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. he's playing with the first team uh, in the fall. He kind of got the call up, played a few games, played well. Played the – after the winter, played consistently. Frankfurt signed him. Frankfurt just won the Europa League. Now he's playing Champions League next year. From so he went from Regionalliga – the Champions League and how I mean he's young, so obviously that adds sure, to the benefit 20, in but, football, but that's how quick this is a benefit of being in a country like this. Sure, there's a lot of competition, mm-hmm. but it can happen that quickly. Mm-hmm. I guess what's a con in terms of I mean well, also a, the high a, competition. It depends how you con. look at it. High competition, it's gonna be very difficult to get to the higher leagues because there's so many good players in the Coming country from one, and mm-hmm. from around the world they're yeah. trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're competing against literally the whole world is trying to get in here. Whereas if you go to a smaller country, not everyone's trying to send a player there to a Croatia, Czech Republic, Poland, mm-hmm. you're not going to have as much competition there as they are here, which can be seen as a pro and a con depending right. on how you look. So you can maybe get in a second or third league there mm-hmm. and then work your way up to the second or first league. It'll be another, easier than getting into the Bundesliga. Another pro I would say is usually the standard of coaching would be a bit higher Mm -hmm. but i say but because if you look at somewhere like iceland the number of coaches who have a uefa pro or a license on scale is much higher of a ratio so that's an example of a smaller country doing it right with coaching so i guess that's also dependent but pros and cons of some of the lower leagues again the competition one can be seen as a pro or a con um yeah, but you can be a bigger fish, I guess, in a smaller pond. So you can make noise more. You can make a yeah. bit more noise in a different place. Also, a con, though, of those leagues is that there may be less structure and good bureaucracy. So it could be like the Wild Wild West sometimes and getting paid. And and if you're not winning, I've heard stories of guys like just, okay, you're not getting paid today structure of the contract or the standard of living can be a bit lower too um yeah anything else 
Yeah, I think that's the big point. It's like the lower, the smaller countries rather can be a bit more Wild West style. And like, mm. even if you have a contract, a lot of times it, you know, it's, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Like even in Turkey, for example, the first league, you know, people in Galatasaray, they have Bestikas, they have problems with their contracts too. They have a contract, mm. but they're not always getting paid. So it's yeah, like, I've heard so many stories, you know, just because it's a giant league, but in a country like that, you know, it's very common where you're getting paid if you win. Mm-hmm. And just because exactly. you have a contract for all this money, doesn't mean you're going to get the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's good for that one. Um, we're going to the next one. Sweet Nile nine of all the clubs and teams you played for. What's your favorite team name? I like this one. Yeah. I think, I mean, I got to go to the Mongolian team, Harum Han FC. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, it looks crazy and the pronunciation is different. I'll go with, there's the tie right now. I always liked Launceston City FC because it just sounded very professional. Mm. Um, but like having to practice Krititan. And then hearing it, how they say it, and then saying it back and hearing like my family say it, I think Krititan takes the uh, the cake. Not Ham United. Ham! <laughs> oh, actually, oh, dude, no, I switch it. It's Ham United. It's Ham United. What a team name. I, what a I team name is right. I only played there for two or three actual league games. Yeah. Ham United has to win. Yeah, yeah I like that one. I'm going to take this a step further mm. and say favorite kit that you've worn on a team so far mm, i think the ones that we have now are pretty dope yeah you got good kits now you yeah. got good kits puma puma makes fire kits and, and ours are good ours are good now but i'm gonna have to say lawn system city because yeah. they were modeled after juve with the black and white stripes mm. um long sleeve and then we were sponsored by like a local land rover but it just mm. said land rover on it yeah. which was dope and it was Adidas, so it felt really nice, you know? Mm. That, that's, felt that's professional. If, yeah. All right, so we have... Um, I don't know how to say his, his username, but UDHVR07. Um, thanks for commenting. How can I go to Germany if I don't have enough money, job, visa, etc.? So it's a tough one because money is always an aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Always an aspect of this. I would say, depending on where you're from, it would be important to try and see if you can get a visa, if you can use some of your talents to get in contact with a company before. I think that happens a lot in Germany where you can get hired before and then use that for the visa process. And then I think it's much more of a sure thing. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you don't have money, it's very tough to pick up and move somewhere in general. So it would be good to have something secure before you do something like that. Yeah. Sean and I had money saved up and stuff like this. And you know, someone in the country, I stayed on Sean's couch, which helped alleviate the pressures, I guess, of the first few months. But yeah, look, I would look into things like that before making a jump to another country. Yeah. And make sure, I mean, you have to see the visa um, rules as well, because some countries you can't just go to, you have to apply for a visa before going. Mm-hmm. As Americans, we're pretty fortunate. Most places we can just go. Yep. But like Most. not every not every country is like that. So mm. definitely check on that. Agreed. Strive more. Shouts out to Strive More. Time you were most frightened while traveling, Sean. 
I'd have to say maybe one of the uh, the border runs in in Mongolia. Oh, dude, come on, that has to be it. Because this That's is not- also at the time. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't stressing so much, but my my teammate was. Uh, but this we is haven't like- talked about this in a while, though, Sean. So give someone, give uh, since we have some a good amount of new less. Yeah, so here's give them here, a little here's a visa thing. Um, in Mongolia, we didn't. They used to give visas, but for whatever reason, the season I was there, they the like foreigner office just stopped that. Mm-hmm. They didn't give visas to anybody, any foreign player. And so what, what we did was we're on tourist visa for three months, and then we did a one month Russian visa twice. So that would that lasted five months, and that was the season. So we had to go just literally across the border to Russia and then come back. But the first time, this was like when uh, Putin and Trump were kind of duking it out. So it was like, are they going to try and pull some shit because I'm American and crossing the border in the middle of nowhere? You know? And absolutely nothing happened. It was just a a sucky day. 20 hours in a Prius. I can imagine. A border run to Russia would be... For me, I don't know if it's anything that has to do really with um, for soccer. But um, traveling home from Costa Rica, one of our jet engines caught on fire and people are yelling fire. People are yelling terrorist in Spanish, which I, I, if I remember correctly, I think it's just ter- terrorista. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. Um, there was like a group full of nuns on the plane, too, which was like, my God, like praying and stuff. So it just all adds to this thing. And I mean, for people who know, I guess you can, if one goes out, it's okay. You can kind of get around with, with, with the other one. But I guess if the, if the, the, the fire catches, then it's a problem. But yeah, we got um, emergency landing and then like had to fly out again. So I would say that flight and the next time I took off right after that were the, the, the scariest yes. ones. Yeah, but that, crazy. that that experience helped pay for my next vacation so you look at it as risk reward i guess yeah 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 fun fact look into uh anyone traveling if your flight gets anything like that happens or it's like really delayed there's rules and you can get a total refund or money back it's happened to me once and yeah i wound up getting the whole trip for free so. Yeah, always look into it. I mean, it's look into that. Dill, Dill, bitch, show me bitch the at your air, bitch at your airlines and, and write on their Facebooks and Twitters <laughs> exactly. until they answer. Exactly. You never know. Yeah. All right, we got we got time for one more from Instagram. Love the podcast from Alex Christie. Thank you. Advice for a twenty-year-old Canadian looking to make the move to Europe. Sean, take this one. Yeah, I think uh, same thing we mentioned before is one you definitely save some money uh canadians i mean it depends where you're going in europe but i know in germany it's you can get a like i think a work and study visa or a work and travel visa for two years i believe in sweden i think it's the same thing where you can you can get a work yeah like a working living visa yeah so actually i think canadians have it a little better than americans get into europe um there's that bureaucracy again exactly so so in that case, I mean, it's good. You you should still save money because you it definitely takes money to start out in a country or it, it helps alleviate a lot of stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. So then you can get a job. Um, and not that I've looked for jobs here, but 
I'm sure you could always find one at a restaurant as a waitress or a sure. waiter and things like that. I think uh, you could definitely come by to make some money. But even, I mean, I'm not, I, I can't, I'm not sure if this was completely soccer based, this question, but yeah. one would assume it has that connotation. And I would just say, you know, we're big propo- proponents of being in the, in the area first. So, I mean, doing the research beforehand, seeing where you're going to go, you have family, friends, anyone who's out in Europe. Usually someone knows someone who's in Europe. There's some connection. Go ask if you can crash on their couch for a little bit. Find the teams around that area and see what level is best for you. You know, people, if you can get into, into a trial, and we've documented this on, on a few episodes, but one is like, I think, how to reach out to a team. I can't remember the exact, or how to email a club too. So get into that area ask the clubs around that you know say that you're in the area they don't have to cover anything and go around and trial you'll find what level is good for you whether you're honest with yourself or the people or the coaches and stuff are honest with you you'll find what level is good for you and you can see if you can get paid from it and then you can leverage that if you have to get a side job or you know you get a good break and i mean 20 you have so much time so You know, when Gary V, someone tells Gary V like they're 20 or like even 45, he's like, you got so much time. You do. So, I mean, take advantage of that. 20, you can get on a lot of youth teams too for for pro clubs and stuff like that. So I would get into Europe and try yeah, and and leverage that. Yeah. Keep the then, uh, keep of, the questions coming. They'll go on. Of course, of course, we have one special one from Dino Spumoni on Twitter which was, when can I be a guest on the show? And that answer is yesterday. You know, yeah. you're, you're booked, and we hope to have you on. We've been waiting to get you on. Your schedule is just too busy for us. So, you know, when open our, the time yeah, slot, when, you know, and we'll get you when on. Our, when our people get in contact with your people, make sure that we can set that in motion. I think yeah, that's good that, for the I questions think, uh, today. Yeah, keep the questions coming, though. I think we should uh, start doing this. Yeah, um, I like it. At the end, at the end of episodes helps. Yeah, as you have a question, send it in, and we'll uh, answer it on the following episode. Absolutely, we still have our consultations, which are running. Um, we've done a few in the last couple weeks here, but yeah, transfer window coming up, big transfer co- window coming up, and use us. It's free, so I mean, we're we're willing to pass on our specific knowledge, things that we can't cover so in depth on every episode too um but yeah check that out check out footwork.club make sure you subscribe to the newsletter join the club all that good stuff give us that free support um some things coming for the summer uh catalog we'll say and yeah other than that just keep plugging keep passing and um if you're sick of us talking already don't worry the guests should be back next week good so until next time Keep moving forward, keep learning, and make your own path. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos 
Those are great, but more importantly, amazing content for any dream chasers out there. Plug, plug, pass. Tell your friends, your enemies, your mother, your brother, your sister, your pastor, it doesn't matter who. Tell the mailman, your dog, anybody that can listen. Like, subscribe, review, because all of that helps while you're there. We'll take whatever we can get to join the club. Join the club. He messed me up. I mean, he can just, he can just mash it together, so it's fine. <laughs>